Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome to a uh, second episode of Authentic Act. Today, I want, wanted to welcome a good friend of mine, Ben Azadi. Ben is a best-selling health author and keynote speaker. Ben and I met, uh, when? how long ago was it, Ben? Maybe like a year or so ago. Uh, Jonathan connected you and I, and we've been talking back and forth on social media and on the phone and keeping in yeah, contact. Yeah, it was since. about a year ago. Yeah, man. So... Thanks for coming. Thanks for jumping on the show. Uh, you've got a very interesting journey and story, and that's one big thing that connected you and I. Um, so I wanted to have you on the show and have you come up here and talk about your awareness, character, and team, and how you started Keto Camp and launched your best-selling books and also started speaking around the country as well. So everybody, welcome Ben. And Ben, introduce yourself and uh, let everybody know a little bit more about you, man. Yeah, well, I'm so grateful and honored to be here with you. I love the name Authentic Act, Awareness, Character, and Team. That's really, really impactful. Just those words inspire me, just hearing those words inspire me. So I'm, I'm happy to be here and, and, and share with you. And to just give you, a, in a nutshell, my story, uh, I, I was, if you look at me now, you'll see somebody who's very fit, lean, healthy, you know, both mentally and physically. But this wasn't me growing up. This wasn't me for most of my life. I was actually obese for a large portion of my life. I was that kid growing up who was bullied, picked on. I avoided most outdoor activities because I was just didn't want to be seen in a tank top or without my shirt. I would have to wear t-shirts inside of the, the beach and the ocean and, and swimming pools. And my confidence was just wrecked. And the way I used to talk to myself in my head, I would destroy myself with my thoughts. I heard a stat that we think about 60,000 thoughts per day. Uh, 59,998 of those thoughts were probably <laughs> <negative>. <laughs> So I was in a bad place, man. And um, it wasn't until I hit rock bottom that I decided to make a change. And I could get into that if you want me to. Yeah, if you don't mind, what what were some of those things were that were rock bottom for you? Because everybody kind of has their own rock bottom. What was that big monumental turning point? Yeah, everybody does have their own rock bottom if they've experienced it. And you know, it's mm -hmm. it's a it's a it's a beautiful place and a scary place to be in. It's it's beautiful because as far down as you are in rock bottom, you could go the opposite direction. Mm -hmm. But my rock bottom was. 24 years old, working at a packing and shipping store for four years, dead-end job that I was not inspired to do, obese, both physically and mentally. I was addicted to video games, addicted to drugs, addicted to just really bad habits. And my ex-girlfriend broke up with me, and I was depressed, so depressed that I started to have suicidal thoughts. And I was, I did not want to be alone. I, I had to be around my friends. I had to be around somebody else because every time I was alone, I started thinking about ways that I, to end my life. And I even went on Google and I did searches for how to end your life without experiencing the most pain from it. And wow. every time I searched for ways to kill myself, I thought about my mom and I thought about what I would leave for her if I took my life. And I would not want to do that to her. I love my mom so much and she's done so much for me and, 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 it, and it stopped me. Just understanding that I would leave her with such devastation stopped me from pursuing those thoughts. So 
I started reading books and I got into the work of Wayne Dyer and Wayne Dyer, the late great Wayne Dyer, he said, if other people were the cause of your problems, you would have to hire a psychiatrist and send that psychiatrist to the world for you to get better. <laughs> oh, wow. Damn, that is so true. I was blaming everyone mm -hmm. and everything for my circumstances. And I came to the realization that there is no circumstance on the outside of us that will ever help us or hurt us. It's what's on the inside that counts. So I took Ooh, full responsibility. That's Lee. powerful. Thank you, bro. And nine months later, I transformed my health, lost 80 pounds, went from 34% body fat to 6% body fat. And you know what? More importantly than that, all of that aesthetics was that I transformed my mental health. I went from being mentally obese to carving out a mental six pack. And that's when everything in my life changed for the better. Yeah, touch on that too a little, uh, Ben, because I know a lot of people think of physical health and dieting and exercise as just as just that, just the physical aspect. And you and I have talked about this a lot is how mental wellness ties into that whole spectrum, that whole wheel. Touch on that a little bit on how the mental piece really helped project you into those type of things. Yeah, the inner, the inner world is very crucial to health, holistic health. You know, you, we, we could do we could be eating the best diet. We could be working out seven days a week. We'd be getting great sleep. But if we are inside in our mind, in our head all day with negative thoughts, with destructive self-limiting beliefs, we will never achieve what I call perfect health. Mm -hmm. So it does start on the inside first. Anything we want to manifest on the outside starts on the inside. Thoughts are things. So I think, I believe it's very important to, as to work on your inside it's the same way you're working on your outside. Like it's important to work out. It's important to eat healthy and it's important to feed your mind and surround yourself with positive people, with positive thinking, with books, with mentors, listening to podcasts like this authentic act where Lee's going to have amazing people share their stories with you. That is so important to achieving perfect health. So there, there's not, uh, a one way to do it. There's not a one size fits all. You, you, you find what works for you. There's so much information out there. The goal is to work on your inside, on your inner size as you work on your exercise as well. Mm. That's very true, man. And you also mentioned you were working at, you know, that job. So it sounds like a lot of your awareness really started kicking in um, through your work, through your social life. And more importantly, I know a big uh, influential piece was your family. I know your family means a lot to you. And I know if your family motivated you a lot. So walk us through a little bit of that. At what point, you know, when you left that job, what happened next when you finally, you know, left that job, started getting more into health, mental wellness and physical wellness. And then where'd you go from there? Yeah, I, uh, so I was working at that packing and shipping store. The store actually ended up going out of business. It was during the 2008, 2009 when the economy was really bad. And I got actually an offer, a job offer for, from another packing and shipping store, which was really close by. It would have been the very easy, safe decision to make. Mm -hmm. And it was very comfortable to do that, to make that decision. So I had a decision to make. Do I want to accept that and continue getting a steady paycheck? Or I just started my new company, which was called Shred Fat, where I started actually because uh, I lost the weight and I started helping people and doing some personal training. So I could pursue that. I know nothing about it. I know nothing about running my own business. 
or I could go the self, the safe route, the comfortable route. So I ended up choosing the <laughs> more dangerous path, which was saying no to that offer and going out on my own and exploring on my own. And it's funny because whenever I have a decision to make, one is a very easy, comfortable decision to make. The other choice is scary. It's like out of my comfort zone and it makes my heart skip a beat. That's always the right decision to make. It's always the, the scary decision. And, I just, and, and thank God I, I decided to say no to that job and take the scary decision and start working for myself because that created such a momentum for me that it snowballed into what I'm up to today. You know, I, I want to support my mom. I want to create a family. I want to create abundance. And if I would have went the other route, the safe route, I would not be in the position I am today with impacting so many lives and the future lives I will help. And I always think about Bob Proctor. He always says, if you are not living life on the edge, you are taking up too much space. Mm jump and you will develop the wings along the way. So that's what I did. And that's what I continue to do. How old were you at the time, Ben? I was 25, 24, 25. The transformation happened when I was 24. And then that decision came when I was around 25 years old. Okay. Cause I know we've got a wide range of, of listeners here and, and especially, you know, somebody that's early on in their career and trying to figure out, or even later in their career, still having those same exact thoughts, you know, they're at a job, their mental health is sacrificing, their physical health is sacrificing, they're not doing what their destiny basically call, which sounds like you're having that pull, you know, telling you to go in a certain direction and you listened. Yeah, yeah, I, I listened to it. There's, there's really no powerful feeling like living on purpose with your purpose. And it's not easy. It's very, very uncomfortable. It's the decision, a commitment that you make, and it's scary, but that, you know, fear means go. Fear is a green light for you to go. And the fear is always going to be there. You know, I, I've studied a lot of these successful people. The book, fear, feel, feel the Fear and Do It Anyways, talks about this. You're always going to experience fear as long as you continue to expand and grow yourself. It's just leaning in that direction and, and conquering it and then find new fear. So I would encourage your listeners, if you are at a job that is very uninspiring and you're just you're waking up and you're just not motivated and to do what your calling has been put on earth to do, you know, it's there's going to be some work and there's going to be some decisions on your end. You know, I'm not saying to just quit your job and, and not get into income, but I would say start pursuing something that tugs at your heartstrings. And something that I get asked is, how do I know what my calling is? You know, for me, it was my pain to purpose. I had to go through pain for my purpose to be revealed to me. That doesn't have, have to happen to you. There are things you can do. I, I would write down, this is an exercise that I've done and I, and I teach to people, write down what your highest values are, make a list of it, and then look at what you're doing on a daily basis. Look at your daily habits and your actions. If it doesn't match to your highest values, your daily, those actions, cross them out and replace them with actions that are aligned with that. So for me, Man, it's such a burden off my shoulders once I, done, I did that exercise. Because anytime I have a decision to make, should I do that? Should I commit to that? I look at my values. If it doesn't line up with my, my values, then the answer is no. Should I go to that party? Should I go on that trip? If it doesn't line up to my values, the answer is no. And if it lines up to my values, the answer is yes, let's do it 100% all in. If you mm -hmm. lack creativity, you lack commitment. 
commit and the creativity will follow. So I encourage you to commit to something that is aligned with your highest value. And, and value is that key word to me because, you know, we, you know, you think of something so simple, but yet it's so complex when we go to make a decision. We don't always think about what is that value tied to this decision? What is the value tied to this action? You know, that's one of the things we tend to, life is moving so fast, we catch ourselves in situations or environments that really don't fit who we are as people. And then we look back and like, you know what, that, that really wasn't a part of me. That wasn't what represented me. And I really didn't value that interaction. I didn't value that environment. I didn't, you know, I didn't value that entire situation. So I think you hit it spot on, especially when it comes to your values, because that's something simple you can break down, but something that's even more harder to put in place because of social pressures, friends, social media, you know, you get caught in this web of interaction thinking you have to act a certain way when really it's, it's really about you. It's about what you value as a person that leads you on that destiny. Yeah, you nailed it, brother. 100%. You know, nobody's living your life, but you, nobody's living my life, but me. And we don't want to be on our deathbed with regrets of living a life not true to ourselves, living a life of what others expected of us. That's the number one regret of the dying. Mm. So it's not easy. It's simple, but not easy. Yeah, I've always liked the, the saying, man, it's, you know, everybody dies, but not everybody lives. And, yeah. you know, and there's so much to that because we're all here living you know, we're, we're trying to live the best lives we can, but are you really feeling, you know, that true calling that you have, you know, we're all going to end up six foot under, right? So it's, are we living the best we can possibly can, you know, to best serve ourselves. And that's one thing I've learned a lot through this mental health journey is that you do have to look inward and, and kind of get a little selfish at times and start living for you and not others. So it really sounds like, you know, your awareness just boom, skyrocketed. Um, as you're progressing through this journey, I know you're a really humble guy, but share some of those successes, man. You know, your awareness starts kicking in, you go into overdrive. And from what I can remember, I think you opened right your own gym. Uh, you started writing some books, you know, share with the listeners a little bit about that, man. So they understand how that pivotal moment happened and how it evolved and what the timeline looked like. Yeah. Thank you. I, so I did open up my, my first gym. Now, before I did that, I was doing mobile personal training. I was traveling to clients, training at parks, doing whatever I could do. I even put an ad on Craigslist just to get my feet wet and I would charge $25 for a full oh, wow. hour. <laughs> and this was back in 2010-ish, right? Because yeah. the social media wasn't as, as popular as it is today. Yeah, and I didn't really, I didn't either. So Craigslist was my go-to. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so I started off with that. I think my, my ad, the headline was most affordable personal trainer in, in like South Florida. So I had people actually coming to my childhood home. My sister moved out and I converted her bedroom into a gym. So I had strangers from Craigslist, Craigslist come and pay me cash and I would train them for an hour in, in that room. I did that for, for several years. And then eventually I ended up opening up my, my first brick and mortar location, which was a CrossFit gym in Miami. And it was successful. Uh, I ended up selling my shares uh, about a year ago. And uh, I also have written three books that I have on Amazon. They're all bestsellers. They, they hit number one in its category on, on day one. And uh, I speak on stages now. I educate people. So it, it was, you know, the amount of work that I've put in. I'll tell you this. 
nobody sees what goes on behind closed doors. Like you Lee, for instance, I know you're out there, you're putting in so much work, developing all these amazing things for businesses and you're consulting and doing a lot of great things. Now people see the end result of that when you post about it and you develop like that new amazing website you have and the logo. What about all the hours behind closed doors, working with people, developing, figuring out what works. Nobody sees the hours that's put behind closed doors. I have studied three hours every single day on average for the last 10 years. Okay. Nobody sees that. And I don't say that to impress anybody. I say it to impress upon you that it takes dedication and commitment. You know, I'm at this point and, and there's a lot of momentum right now and I'm helping a lot of people and, and I haven't even touched my potential, you know, and it comes from the work that I put behind closed doors saying no to things that are distractions. As much as I want to please people, I have to say no to things like for, I'll give you an example, Lee, like me and you, we have a great relationship and we're always coordinating things. And you're always asking me about like, do you have time to do this podcast on this day? And I have blocked out my schedule where I, where I, if I commit to that and if, and if something comes up, I already have my commitment to my schedule. So I don't know if you've noticed that. Like I always tell you, okay, I have this time slot. I have, I'm very committed to my, to my structure and my schedule because that is what it takes. Discipline equals freedom. Mm -hmm. uh, so I, I just got off on this rant here. I don't know where I was going with it, but I just. No, not at all. And, and you said really two good things. Well, a lot of good things, um, but I want to touch on two. Um, cause this is really, really where your, your character starts truly showing. Um, so one, you mentioned that it was just a few, you know, a few years and in the grand scheme of thing, years in entrepreneurship, you were doing that for years before you ever opened your gym. Yeah. Six you, years, six years, six years hustling and grinding before, you know, Facebook and Instagram and all these other media platforms, putting ads on Craigslist for years putting in hustling and I'm sure you had a bunch of other creative avenues, but for years you spent all that time doing that. And that's what you, that's what you mentioned that a lot of people don't see, you know, a lot of that back end work and, you know, especially with entrepreneurship and time blocking, that's something I've, I've been learning from you because, you know, this newfound freedom is, is new for me, but it takes so much more discipline because you don't have that paycheck to rely on. You don't have that employer to rely on for benefits. You don't have that team to rely on necessarily to support you and get you through hard times. And that's when really your character starts showing because it's about how bad you want it. In six years, you know, somebody could have easily given up in six months. Um, so I, I don't think that's any small feat. You know, you, you kind of just mentioned it, but I think for the listeners to really put that in perspective, you know, a lot of people think, oh, you know, I'm going to open this business. I'm going to start this business and it's going to be successful within year one. Hey, sometimes that does happen. Sometimes it's luck of the draw. But after the work and energy and time you put in, you finally get to harvest the fruits of those labors. What are some of the, the names of your books so people can find some of those as well online? Yeah, thank you for that. And you're right. There's a season for sowing and a season for reaping. You mm -hmm. know, there's not, that doesn't happen. Our job is to sow. And the universe will determine when we get to reap those rewards. So right on, brother. Oh, man, that's another hour-long podcast right there we can talk about. <laughs> <laughs> so the three books I mentioned, the first book I released, it's called The Perfect Health Booklet. That's on Amazon. Then I came out with The Intermittent Fasting Cheat Sheet. Now, 
if you're interested in fasting, this is not really, we're not going to talk a lot about fasting and keto and health in this podcast, but if you're interested in fasting, you could go to fastingcheatsheet.com and you could get that one for free uh, and understand a little bit more about that. And then I have a book called The Power of Sleep that's also on Amazon. So if you just type in my name, Ben Azadi, on Amazon, you could see all the books I have on there. Okay. So with that, with your character kicking in, what are some, what, what would you say the top maybe two or three things are within your character that you value the most that got you through those six years that helped you see, you know, how important this was for your family and got you to where you are today and still driving forward? What are some of the biggest things you value about your character? The self-awareness that I have developed and I continue to work on has been Huge, 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 huge for me because I used to really struggle with self-limiting beliefs. I mentioned it even even as I lost the weight. I didn't really. Two years later, it wasn't until two years later that I actually saw myself as a lean, healthy person. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. I, I I kept seeing myself or feeling like I was obese, even though I was I lost the weight. So the fact that I know that whenever I have a self-limiting belief come into my head. I know and I understand, I have the awareness that it has nothing to do with me and my potential and has everything to do with my conditioning, my past experiences. So having that awareness is key because I could just say thank you and no thank you to that thought and choose a better thought. So that right there is huge and I continue to work on that and strengthen that, that awareness muscle. Uh, and then secondly is I am on a mission to impact the world with my material, with my information, with my education. My purpose is so strong that my conviction outweighs any comment, any remark, any hater, anything that comes my way. It deflects off of me like water off of a fish because I'm so convicted in my message. I am so inspired to share this information. I mean, you see me, I'm posting all over social media. It's this duty and a responsibility and obligation. So that conviction is there. And as I have put myself out there, there's there's a lot more people who are trying to drag me down, right? Because whatever reason, and it doesn't affect me. Two years ago, it it would have paralyzed me. It would have stopped me in my tracks and I would have questioned what I'm doing. And and that doesn't happen now. It's like somebody coming up to me, Lee, and saying, Ben, you, you look crazy, dude. You have crazy blue hair. And it looks ridiculous. Now, I know I don't have blue hair. I'm going to look at that person and I'm going to you know, think they're a little wacky for saying that. Same thing when I get people that you know, maybe comment on something with a hateful comment or whatever it is. So that conviction and that awareness, two important traits that have uh, helped me achieve what I have achieved and it will help me achieve what I'm going to achieve. Yeah, definitely, man. I think you even had, uh, what was it, Lane Norton recently... Uh comment on one of your posts throwing you a little bit of shade <laughs> Yo, yeah a lot of shade yeah lane norton lane norton uh much love to him but he, he yeah he made like six videos about me uh which i respect the guy and i have nothing negative to say about him but but the point from from what you're saying is the fact that he did that he has such a huge following it mm-hmm. sent hundreds and hundreds of his followers to my my page my instagram page with nasty comments you know like i should go kill myself and you know, I'm a charlatan and blah, blah. And, 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 you know, it's, it's, 
they know nothing about me and they don't understand what I'm up to. So the fact that I have my conviction was so important during that rage of people who just flooded to my profile. So it's very important to be convicted in, in what you are a stand for. Because if this had been years ago, it could have been easily for you to respond to that negative energy with, with more negative energy. Yeah, exactly. Just maybe two years ago, I would have been feeding that energy and, and <laughs> whatever you feed expands, right? So I'm not feeding right. that. I send love to every single one of those people. I don't know who they are. They could be hurting, you know, Lane could be hurting. So I, I send love to every single one of them. What are some of the things within your character that you developed? Um, you know, because, you know, we talk about mental health a lot and a lot of people, you know, have told me and probably told yourself that, oh, it's okay, you know, think about something else or, you know, put your mind somewhere else, just get out there, do it, um, you know, or, you know, or like it's some magic pill that you can just pop and, and, and everything's kind of alleviated and gotten past that. What are some of the tips that you can give to the listeners that are going through hitting that rock bottom like you have and where can they tap into their character? Meaning what are some of the things and tips that you found outside of just studying that helped you go within more? What are some, some little bits of knowledge that you can drop to people that are hitting that rock bottom and say, Hey, you know, these are a couple of things that you can do to pull you out um, that helped you that you think would be useful to share? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. Rock bottom is a beautiful space. You may not feel like that when you're in it, but once you get out of there and launch, use it as a springboard to launch from, it'll land you in the zip code of greatness. Now, how do you do that? How, How do you even get into that zip code? If you're in that space right now, just understanding that, God, the universe, Mother Nature, you believe in, you were not created to just merely get by and, and tiptoe your way through life. You were created for greatness. Every single one of us is a miracle. Eight billion people on planet Earth, and we are all unique. We are Mona Lisas. The Mona Lisa is so expensive because it's one of a kind. Every single human is one of a kind. Mm-hmm. So understanding that you are a miracle, you are unique, and you were created for greatness you're in that space, not because you're, you're, you're rock bottom and you, you might feel rock bottom and you, are, you feel like you've been buried in the dirt, right? You haven't been buried. You've been planted so you could bloom. Sometimes God needs to break a life before he could use a life. Mm-hmm. I needed to hit rock bottom <laughs> so I could have that pain so my purpose could be revealed to me. So what do you do? How do you even get that purpose revealed to you? Number one, you have to look at who's in your life. Make a list of people who are supporting you, people who are neutral, and those who are not supporting you. Anybody who is not on the supportive list needs to be cut out. As hard as it is, they have to be cut out of your life. You know, if you look at crabs in a bucket, you don't have to put a lid on crabs in a bucket because anytime a crab tries to escape, the other crabs drag it down, right? So we have friends, we have families in our life who love us, but they really love themselves. They, they, if you start to change, you become a threat to all of those around you who do not change. It holds a mirror up to them. Just understanding that and loving them anyways and knowing that you are the only person living your life that is going to be huge for you. So surround yourself with people who are going to uplift you. Listen to all the episodes on this podcast. Connect with Lee. Whenever you're reaching up, whenever you're reaching out for new connections, always reach up, never reach down. And 
limit your time with people who are battery drainers. There's going to be people in your life who drain your battery and people in your life who charge it up and you know who they are. Mm -hmm. You're with them and you feel lit up and inspired or you're with them and you feel drained and unproductive. So you're going to have to make a tough decision here and surround yourself with people who are going to put you in the zip code of greatness. Man, that, that literally gave me chills from, from some of the things you were saying, because I know it's going to resonate with so many people out there. It resonated with me because how it just made me feel from your words and my body start tingling and feeling that energy coming from you. And that's, what's always drawn me to you because it, you are so authentic, man. You are so genuine. You are somebody that puts out so much positivity and shows love and support. And, you know, you didn't really know me from Adam and I was sent from you from, from, you know, by a mutual friend and you were so kind to me and resourceful and pick up the phone and, you know, now it's grown to be a great, you know, friendship. And that's a perfect segue to what you just mentioned into your team. And the, and the last thing I want to touch on is your team is probably the icing to the cake, but one of the best like finishing touches and that can get you where you need to be. Awareness, super important. Character, super important. But in this life, we come across people that have projected and segued and really elevated our lives to a point that if it wasn't for that particular person or people, man, you know, they're, they're such an influential piece that it's mind blowing how other people can tie into what we've been building within the awareness and character to when we tie it with the team, it, it takes you to new heights. So who are some of those people? I know you, you talk a lot about your family and some of your public speakings and, and how that's really motivated you, but who are some people, whether it be your family, friends, mentors that have really uh, projected your life and, and formed the band that you see here today? Yeah. Thank you for those kind words, by the way. And I, I'm so grateful for you, brother, and what you're up to. Um, okay. Uh, Always, man. Truthful yeah. as it gets. <laughs> <laughs> books. Books saved my life, Lee. It started with books. It doesn't have to be somebody you have a relationship with directly. I, I've learned from so many people I've never met in person. When you could get a book, a powerful book that has stood the test of time, like Think and Grow Rich, like um, some of Grant Cardone's work, some of Bob Proctor's work, and stand on the shoulder of giants, you're going to see more. It's gonna, you're going to see a, a whole new world. And that's what I did. I started reading for the first time in my life. I, I used to hate reading in school. I was such a terrible student. I did anything possible not to read. Now I study three hours a day. It's, it's crazy. So I would say read good books, audio books, listen to podcasts like this. And in terms of who was in my life, my mom has been the, she's a superwoman. <laughs> she is the most unselfish, unselfish person I have ever met in my life. And she's such a hard worker. And I'm so committed to her being free, free of uh, financial responsibilities, free of any obligations and just living her living a life that she wants to live. So she's been there for me from, from the day I was born and she continues to be there for me. And, and, and also I have close friends, Ronald and Carla, who two of my best friends who were there for me when I was depressed. And right now my girlfriend is there with me and we're moving in together and she's so supportive. So just developing that team of people who actually don't tell you things like you're doing too much, relax, slow down, you know, can't you just be happy with what you have? You know, I don't like those words because 
there's one thing to be grateful and, and feel like you're blessed. I'm all for that. And we are all blessed. And there's another thing to feel grateful and blessed and be complacent because of it. We, if, you, if you're listening to this and you live in America, you have an obligation and a duty to create an impactful life because we have the freedom to choose our team, to choose our environment. So I look at it as I am blessed and I'm going to prove it with my actions. So develop that team, develop gratitude, and have a healthy, a healthy dissatisfaction, right? Because you, your potential is much, much more than you will ever realize. That's powerful, man. And, and how I put it into a, a simple way of, you know, just mathematics is a positive plus a negative always equals a negative if that negative outweighs the positive. So if you're a self-aware person, your character's on point, you're doing great things, you're positive energy, but the people around you are negative. And if those negativity, that negative energy and that negative negativity outweighs who you are and outweighs what you're doing, it's going to come out negative. Your energy is going to come out negative. Your production, who you are, is going to result in negativity. And that's one of the biggest things I've learned in my life and what you've just shared here today is how it is hard to get rid of some of those people. You know, it's hard to break ties in those relationships that may have lasted for years. But we often see that, you know, we may be evolving at such a high speed and such a high rate. I mean, I, I feel like I'm not the same person I was, you know, four months ago. And I go through these cycles. It feels like I, I shed a new shell every few months. And I think back, I'm like, well, was I really that person? I, I hate and love that feeling. You know, I hate feeling like, wow, was I really doing or saying these things. But then I look at the timeline. I'm like, well, you know, it happened in a course of a few months rather than a course of a few years. And it's, it has to do with what you just said and tying those things together. That's powerful. You're totally right. If that negative outweighs the positive, then everything's going to be negative. And you're, when you're on a path of self-development, you grow at such a rate that, I mean, look at you from October, which was just a few months ago till right now, exponential growth, man, because you are on this path, you're on this journey to self-development, on self-development, on improving yourself. So once you start working on yourself, man, you're going to continue to notice amazing growth. You know, it's, it's really cool to look back on that and, and not be complacent and say, man, I've accomplished so much. Let me settle. No, look back on that and let it inspire you to create even more. Exactly right. And then, you know, and giving yourself a little credit too, because we are our own worst critics. And, you know, I tell myself that too, it has been just since October, you know, and, and I look at what I'm doing now and it was such a 180, but, you know, I had the awareness. Some of the awareness was in the wrong places. Uh, I was instilled that character. Same thing with you. My mom was probably the biggest influential part now with my girlfriend and some of the other uh, friends that I have in my life, like yourself and some key others that are new in my life that are feeding me such positivity and support. It's just been a, a, a mathematical chemistry combustion that just adds up to this, you know, unlimited abundant energy and resources. When you start connecting and really understanding you first, like you said, like you went through and you hit that rock bottom. When I hit rock bottom back in October, I was like, hello, Lee, you know, just like you. Hello, Ben. Like, nice to finally meet you, my friend. Welcome. And mm -hmm. that's when the story and the journey begins. Man, this, is, uh, this has been really powerful. And I think a lot of people that are going through some tough times or 
have been through some tough times are going to really resonate with this and be able to see. And that's exactly why I wanted to have you on the show. So with ending, Ben, if you could share, you know, your website, if you could share where people could follow and add you, I highly recommend you all to follow Ben's content. It's some of the best, cleanest, crisp, most straightforward content I've seen in the health industry. That's very transparent. There is no clickbait. There is no, Hey, try this and buy this and then you'll get that. He puts out so much free information at it's ridiculous that he is genuinely trying to help people and he helps people in such a way that's been so different. You know, I've been in the health industry for years and I hit that opposite side of the spectrum. I got mixed mixed into bodybuilding and comparing myself to others and just got really drawn and sucked into it. And then watching some of Ben's content now that the pendulum swung and I'm getting myself back in a balance and, and losing some weight you know, it's really inspirational and in seeing some of the content and the, and the facts that he puts out there. So share some of the places where people can follow you and, and, and look at some of this content that you share. Yeah, thank you, Lee. I really appreciate that, brother. It inspires me just hearing you say those words. So thank you. Yeah, man. Uh, the best way to find me, I'm very active on Instagram. So if you are on Instagram, search for at the Benazadi and connect with me there. And then if you are on YouTube, which most everybody's on YouTube, I have my Keto Camp YouTube channel, which it's loaded with, like Lee said, free content, really just life-changing health information. And I drop two videos every single week at the very least. So if you go to youtube.com slash Keto Camp, definitely subscribe to that channel and then link with me on um, Instagram, connect with me on Instagram. And those will be the two places to find me. My boy's got LinkedIn too. He, he, he jumped on the LinkedIn train. So link, uh, Ben's on LinkedIn as well. Um, that's a platform I really was familiar with and, and vice versa. Ben's more familiar with Instagram and I've been, we're going to start picking his brain about some Instagram tips because I'm behind on Instagram, but Ben's also on LinkedIn for um, some of you professionals and other people out there that's connected on there. He's starting to share his content there as well. So be able to support him in all aspects. Um, but thank you so much, Ben, for coming on the show, man. I think it's provided so much value to people and really helping, you know, people see, you know, the timeline and the work and the, and the integrity and everything you've put into it, man, what it really takes. And your journey's just beginning. You know, our journey's just beginning. And there's so much out there. You know, it's just, it's, it's enjoying that journey. It's taking life in. Uh, so thank you so much, Ben, for, for jumping on the show, man. I look forward to continuing our relationship and I hope a lot of people that listen to the story today are able to reach out to you and you can impact their lives as well. Lee, thank you so much, brother. I love what you're up to. I'm inspired by you more than you know. You're uh, such a genuine, authentic human being who's set out on this world to just help wake people up. And this is an amazing podcast. If you haven't subscribed to this podcast yet, hit the subscribe button. He's committed to bringing you life-changing information give him a review, give him support. You know, he's doing this to help us, to help the world. So let's support Lee. And Lee, it's a pleasure. I had a great time with you today. Thank you so much, brother. As always, man, we'll look forward to talking to you. And this has been an episode with Ben Azadi on The Authentic Act. Thank you so much all for listening and look forward to talking to you all soon.